When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. If your blood runs orange and blue, this is the pod pod for you. You're listening to Orange and Blue Bloods, hosted by EJ Stewart and Tommy Beer. Let's get to it, New York. Some other trade rumors regarding the Knicks and Zach Levine surfaced again Thursday morning. So, who pipes Michael Scotto says the Knicks are among several teams who league executives expect will go after Chicago Bulls all-star Zach Levine if he is made available in a trade. Scott notes the Knicks' plethora of draft picks and salaries that could make a Levine deal possible. He also mentions other teams that could be in on the running will include the Lakers, the Mavericks, and the Heat. So um, we've talked a lot about Zach Levine, and, and, and I don't think either of us really have much of an appetite for a deal um, for him. So I want to kind of flip the conversation and kind of bring it from the Knicks' perspective. Why do you think the Knicks – would be or apparently maybe are interested in bringing in Zach Levine. Yeah, again, as, as far as rumors are concerned, the Knicks, you, you have to assume they, they're doing their due diligence. If you hear a star player, and, and Zach Levine is an offensive stud, um, yep. is, is on the open market, you have to call. You have to see what the asking price is. And so to directly answer your question, why would the Knicks be interested in Zach Levine? If the Bulls are willing to take on whatever if the Bulls sole focus is getting off Zach Levine's contract. Yeah. If, if the Bulls want to improve their roster, if the Bulls, you know, you know, think that Zach Levine's, a, you know, still, you know, a top player in the league, but they want it. He doesn't quite fit well with the Rosen and Vucevic. They want to trade for point guard or power, whatever the case might be. Um, you know, they, and they want something comparable in return in terms of talent than the Knicks, back away from the table and as i think most teams in the league would again key thing with levine being um one he hasn't been the most he's been injury prone uh, in the past um he's dealt with some knee issues um high flyer his game's based largely on athleticism so you worry about investing in those guys too much long term and speaking of investments he just signed a five-year 215 million dollar contract um and that's a and that's a player option the fifth year it's not like it's just four years with the team option you can get off you're committing 215 bucks to the guy um so you really have to be you know committed and you know all in if you really view him as a crucial essential piece of a championship winning team if you're going to trade for him at the very start of that contract that being said um the knicks if the if the bulls are so are telling teams listen match the contracts and take on the you know match the salary and take on his contract and he's yours then you got to start having some conversations you know um bill simmons for instance um who's obviously not a nick fan um, <laughs> to put it mildly yeah put it mildly um 
did talk about it last uh, last month um, when you know the, the Bulls were really struggling. They're not playing much better, not a little bit better, um, but basically saying, "Listen, the Bulls clearly need to blow it up. They're in no man's land. Um, they need to get off that contract." And his 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 proposed trade was Obi Toppin, Derrick Rose, Fournier, and just a 2023 first round pick. So basically, you're getting off Fournier, who you want to get off anyway, who has another year left on his contract. Obviously, nowhere near in, in terms of value, um, committed salary going forward as Levine. But you get a Fournier's contract, you get off Rose, who's out of the rotation right now. Um, he was cleared to play on Wednesday, did not. We, I think we both expect him not to be a part of the rotation going forward. Um, a 2023 first rounder, whether it's the Knicks' own pick, which will probably be in the mid-teens, somewhere along those lines, or the pick that they have committed from the Mac. Um, uh, which will probably be in the low 20s. Again, uh, it's top 10 protected. Uh, I think we can all assume that, that the Mavs will make the play-in or the, the playoffs this season. Um, so it will probably be in the late teens, early 20s. We'll see how the next couple months go. Um, but all things considered, um, then Obi Toppin, you know, if you're not, com again, there's something as we've talked about previously, they're going to have to make a decision on Obi Toppin if they don't want to commit to him long-term when he becomes, um, when they have an opportunity to offer him extension this summer. Um, then you're just talking about only really one piece of your uh, of your foundation and one of your seven draft picks that you have over the next five years to get a player who's capable of averaging 25 over a full season is something you at least got to talk about. Again, you and I are on the same page. I don't like the fit. I don't, you know, what do you do with Grimes? All of a sudden, yeah. you have Grimes playing 16 minutes a night, 14 minutes a night, 18 minutes a night. Um, you know, he's not a great fit alongside um, Brunson. That's why Grimes is fitting well. He's, you know, because he's not a defensive-minded player. His shot selection is ugly. Yeah. Um, there's just not a lot there. If 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 you have, you know, you're you're kind of already capped out. You're, you know, a title contender, and you you know maybe you'll, you know you're dealing with some injuries, and you feel like he's a piece that could put you over the top. Then I then I'm more willing to talk about it. Um, but as it stands, I currently shy away, um, even if it's uh, at a discount. Um, which again, I don't think it will be. I think the Bulls are not willing to just give a guy away that they yeah. that they that they are high on. Um, but it, it, to, to to answer your question, why would the Knicks be interested if they can get him for dirt cheap? I'm Alex Rodriguez, and I'm Jason Kelly from Bloomberg. This is the deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Yeah, I, I, I certainly hope that's the case. Um, I, 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 I fear that there's this um, Donovan Mitchell backlash that they're still feeling. Um, you know, regardless of how much better the Knicks have played of late, it's still just going to be in their in their minds, in the minds of many other people who observe this league about, you know, what could have been if Donovan Mitchell was here. He scored 71 points. And of course, you got all of your aficionados on ESPN and all these places saying, oh, you know, he could have been a Nick and and that things that that dialogue. And and I do have concern that, you know, the Knicks will feel right now that they, because they didn't get Mitchell, they have to strike on the next guy, regardless of who that person is, even if the fit is so much worse. I mean, Donovan Mitchell is making so much more or less money than Zach Levine right now. It's kind of hard to imagine. Um, but like, he's, he's a bargain. 
Yes, and, 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 let, and let's just be clear: the Knicks cannot offer what they offered for Mitchell for Levine. And if, absolutely if, not. If yeah. they did, it would be crazy. And 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 they won't. I, you know, let's just let's just, <laughs> let's just let's just hope that they won't. But yeah, yeah. that, that the, the, there's no way that they can even offer a, a facsimile of the package that they presented, um, you know, to Utah for Mitchell to to to, to Chicago. That shouldn't be the case. Obviously. Yeah, that can't ha- that can't happen. So it's it's it's. So I, I I I hope that the Knicks don't have this feeling of well because of the Mitchell situation, like we got to do something. Like the fans, I think are mostly fine. I think that like yes. there there isn't this idea that every time Mitchell has a big game, the fans are saying what the hell? Why didn't Leon Rose do this? That's mostly a media narrative that continues to be put out there. Yep. Um, the fans, I think, are mostly fine with what's happening. It kind of is what it is. The Knicks aren't a team that's a championship caliber team right now. Um, they're playing somewhat competitive basketball. They're keeping uh, the you know the fans invested in this season. So there's no need to do something uh, radical. But if there is a reason why I think the Knicks would be interested, I think it's probably because they feel like they, they just need a star. The, the only thing about Levine, and then the contract is, is worrisome, but if, if there was a way – the one benefit I can see the Knicks having with having Levine is they're saying, okay, this is now another talent that we have on our roster. And we're not saying that Levine is going to be, you know, the guy that brings a championship to Madison Square Garden. But when a real superstar, and I don't mean that as a slight to Levine, Levine's a very talented player. But when a quote unquote real superstar comes available, well, now this is a guy that we have on our roster. Now his contract yeah. might not be the greatest. But um, but but like he's still an all star. Like he's still a talented offensive player. Like this is a guy that could, in theory, be moved to another team in a year or two when that other player comes available. Think about how Demar Derozan was traded for Kawhi Leonard. Like like could he be that guy? Could he be Lamar Rosen, Demar Derozan in the Kawhi Leonard trade? Um, that's an interesting kind of foresight to think about. If you're thinking that far ahead, I still kind of worry that it's so much of a there's so many things outside of your control to think that far ahead to think that that's going to work out for you. But I do wonder if that is something of interest as well, that this is now a star talent that we can move and not feel like we're attached to him the way the team is clearly attached to Randall or the way the team is clearly attached to Brunson, the way the fans are attached to R.J. Barrett. Yeah, I mean, just think about Randall, you know, six months from now. Think about how much he has rehabbed his value right. playing on a team that's three games above 500. Um, he's, you know, he's, he's shown a little more effort intensity on the defensive end. Um, you know, and, and again, in a lot of respects, NBA GMs will tell you it's about it's an Italian accumulation, you know, business. And Levine yeah. is talented. I mean, this is a guy that just two years ago, 2021, 27.4 points, shooting over 50 percent from the floor, 42 percent from downtown, 85 percent from the free throw line. Line, five points, five assists. Um, again, he's down to 22.4, 45% shooting um, this season. I think that's probably closer to what you can expect going forward. But in the right situation, you rehab his value a little bit. And yeah, you know, a, 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 in a year from now, six months from now, Cat says, I won out of Minnesota. I demand a trade. Maybe the Timberwolves are interested. You know, maybe that's a, you know, instead of having to give up two future firsts, you give up RJ and Zach Levine. And, you know, because, uh, but again, I think the key for the Knicks perspective, and, and, and you nailed it, was they're not, if they were six games under 500, and and Mitchell was scoring 71 and you know the right. Knicks were lost and Brunson you know was struggling his first season right. in New York then I think there would be a lot more you know ticket sales were down ratings yeah. were down so, but Knicks are again 
Nick Diehard fans haven't left. Nick's three sixth place in the East. We talked about. Um, there's no reason to believe that you know they. I think they have like a, um, a four game lead on on the 11 seed now, so they'll be in the playoff mix. Yeah. Um, you know, for another two months or so, they'll play meaningful games in the Garden February in March. Um, whether that's fighting for a six seed, you know, which which Nick fans are hoping, or fighting for that eighth, ninth, tenth spot, um, they'll be in that mix. Um, so there's no reason to kind of go all in on a on a on a player. It'll risk your future. Risk, uh, you know, go go too heavy uh, on a player with Levine and and the kind of flaws and the, and the red flags that he carries with him. Yeah, I think that this is going to be a very interesting trade deadline in the NBA. I think that there are teams that like the Bulls, like the Raptors, that had certain aspirations given how they played last season that have not played close to that. And then there are going to be teams that are going to now say, we got to sell, sell, sell. And because there's so much parity and because there's so many teams that think they can do some things, um, you're going to see teams that think maybe get aggressive. And that's also where I think with Knicks, you got to be concerned. You don't want to get into a bidding war with teams that will try to up the ante on a Zach Levine trade. Totally. Well, and that's the other thing about parity, you know, like who, who are those, who are going to be the sellers? Like you would think the bulls five yeah. games under 500, the Raptors six games under 500. But if I'm, if I'm, if I'm Osai Ujiri, I'm thinking we're a three game win streak from being the eight seed. And then we can, <laughs> I know, you know yeah, what I'm saying? like, it's just, it's so weird that, you know, usually every, you know, in the last 10 years, 20 years or so you had the five teams at the top that can compete for titles and the 10 teams that are definitely going to miss the playoffs and the teams at the top pick and choose the, the stars that aren't happy or overpaid on those bad teams. But now yeah. there's so many teams in the middle. Um, and even the teams that, in the Wembayana sweepstakes, um, you know, they'd happily give away one of their good players. <laughs> but they're all young players on cheap contracts. Yeah. Probably want to pair next to Wembayana. Um, you know, you'll get the, there's the occasional Eric Gordon's and Gary Harris's of the world, and those guys will be up for grabs. Um, but otherwise, you know, they, 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 there aren't those the, the Zach Levine type guys, the Julius Randle type guys. Um, uh, uh, the the uh, OJ Ananobis, Pascal Siakams, like those guys, you just don't see. It's unlikely that the teams currently in playoff positioning or fighting to get into the playoffs will move those guys, which, uh, to your point, will make a very, very interesting trade deadline. I'm not sure how it's going to be played out, but it'll be interesting. Yeah, there will be fireworks one way or another. <laughs>